normal intro this week. All right, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Super Scope Podcast. Your wrap up in this week's gaming news stories, leaks, and rumors. We're back with episode thirty-eight on Sunday, July twenty-fourth. I am your host, Retro Game Dude, and of course, joining me as always is my co-host, Dicey Aurora of Phoenix Aurora Gaming. Feel free to join in the discussion live on Twitch and Discord. And if you're watching this on YouTube, tap and like that the subscribe button, like it owes you money. And uh, if you're <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you're just um, let it, just let us know if you if we missed anything in the comments or if there's anything you want us to cover, let us know. Uh, you can also find the audio versions of this podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, I forgot Amazon. I set that up for Amazon like a month ago, so that's a thing. Um, but we seem to get a lot of our viewership or listenership from Spotify and Google Podcasts. So uh, feel free to find us on any of those platforms. Uh, welcome back. We're back for another week. Daisuke, how the hell are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm currently surviving the pancake apocalypse at my house. Pancake apocalypse. Do tell. Uh, so my wife saw a video of, like, in Japan, they have these, like, at McDonald's in Japan, you can get this little snack box with, like, little pancakes in it that are, like, literally this big. Hmm. And it comes with, like, apple cream and syrup in a container that you just kind of snap it, and it pours out. And so she's just watching videos of, like, Japanese pancakes and Japanese food and stuff in the other room and screaming about it. Amazing. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm taking the car payment and I'm buying a ticket to Japan. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's great. Achieve yeah. unlocked. Convince wife to move to Japan. Live. Yeah. Just over pancakes. I love it. That's she's incredible. like sending me videos of like vending machines and stuff. <laughs> she's like losing her mind over Did it. Did you know that vending machines exist in Japan? They take it super serious? Like, yes, yes. I was going to say, dude, like, I don't know if you looked into it. Vending machines in Japan are wild. They oh, have, I've seen it. Like, I've seen vending machines that do hot food, too. Like, mm-hmm. soups and stuff. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I saw it. There's a pizza vending machine. It cooks your pizza, and then it dispenses it to you. It's the wildest thing. I have zero faith in oh. that pizza would taste good. Oh, dude, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> it's, like gas station pizza. Like, it's, it's probably so best. bad. I, I could imagine it being like, um, oh, what's the little um, little oven, kid's oven toy thing? Did you ever see them make those pizzas on that? What the hell is it? Um, easy Bake Oven. There you can get an easy bake oven. Yeah, so you can get like a pizza easy bake oven, and they're absolutely no. atrocious. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh it's my like, god! Like everything is like a paste, even the crust oh. and cheese, and so it's like, yeah, dude, it comes out like a like a cookie. It's it's <laughs> real foul. I'll see if I can find a a video of it after the stream because it's it ain't great, and it, it's well, not edible. That What's ridiculous. up, Claire? Thanks for joining us again this week. Um, Claire is currently busy, as we all are this week, um, messing with Final Fantasy XIV. She's blowing through that main story quest, trying to catch up to us, so good to see it. We'll be playing that tonight after the show. Anyone on the Goblin server, uh, feel free to um, look us up. Or anywhere in Crystal, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah she's cruising her way towards sloppiness. <laughs> Sloppy! Um, oh, God. So, talk about the state of the stream. Once again, I did not stream Tuesday and Wednesday last week, uh, but that changes this week. I'm going to stream. I, I'm guessing I was. I'm torn between Live Alive and Stray. I think I'm going to do Stray just because I'm just not really interested in reading dialogue on on stream. Um, drives me nuts. So, <laughs> uh, I think That's we're going to do some cat based entertainment, and uh, so we'll be doing that this Tuesday and possibly Wednesday on um, nine at nine o'clock. 
I think um, Stray is probably a good choice, too, because if I remember right, people were saying it's about four hours, which is, like, the perfect window to do it in, like, two streams. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Like, so. Knock it out this week and be done with it. Right, right. Um, so games we're playing this week, uh, myself, a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen, and I think that's really about it. Um, I can't really think of anything else I've been playing at this point, and uh, that's about all I have. What, what about you? Uh, I'm playing a bunch of fourteen um, with you guys mostly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I still sign in like most days and check Diablo Immortal. It's not like it's still it's it's like I told you last week. I'm at that point now where it's like log in, do bounties log out <laughs> so like it's something crazy yeah. the combat still feels good and it's still fun but the progress is slow and i'm not really doing anything super crazy You're hitting that creep. so i'm hitting that point where like i'm probably one day just not gonna sign in and then the next day i won't sign in and then it'll be like i never sign in again or something so <laughs> um i was thinking about playing pokemon unite a little bit actually because they added that boss rush mode i don't know if you saw that you said something about it the um, other day and i just ah. I don't know. Yeah, see. I'll, I'll take a look at it and see if it's you know if it's something I'd be interested in. The, yeah, the core so game mechanics, I'm just over. Well, yeah, that's like they're doing this thing where they're running the um, the event for the one year anniversary or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and like they're doing a, an event where you can get a Glaceon license at the end, and they're doing like the boss rush mode is cool because it's a five player cooperative series of fights, and there's no you don't compete with anyone else, so like you don't have to worry about people like having to deal with the garbage of that, like we had the regular matches. Um, and it's actually cool. The way they did the fights, the fights are very much Final Fantasy fights. There's, like, spreads. There's, like, AoEs to get out of. There's, like, stack-ups. Like, it's really funny. Like, uh, there's no tank and, like, healing mechanics, but, like, everything has, like, you know, like, when you have to spread for, like, a mechanic? Hell yeah. Instead of everyone getting hurt by the spread, it just only hurts you if you're overlapping another player. Then you both take damage. So, like, if you do the spread mechanic right, no one actually gets hurt. Um, so that? is it like a, it's a multiplayer boss rush? Is that what I'm getting on camera? Yeah, I'm getting on camera. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's you get a team of five and okay. you fight three bosses back to back to back. That may be fun. Oh. And and the uh, <laughs> that yeah that was Luigi's hand. Um, the bosses are like bigger enemies from like either the main map or the side maps. Like you can fight articuno zapdos you could fight avalug you could fight the big turtle thing that gives you the shields at the bottom mm-hmm. um and it's cool because like that counts towards your like play matches things and stuff too for the events so like you can go in there now and not have to compete and still have fun playing the boss fights and stuff so it was cool Very to see cool. that and there's a lot of pokemon since last time i played they actually add new pokemon pretty often so there's I a lot now that i see them all the time have. but i'm just like uh, uh. yeah so i'm i'm, I'm giving i might give another shot just for fun i mean it doesn't hurt sure and maybe I'll play a couple rounds with the kids, or if you if you want to try a round or two, maybe we'll try some sometime. Sounds um, good to me. Do the boss rush and see how it is or whatever. Um, can I get over on the camera and give me a kiss? <laughs> Fine, I'll be right there. Oh. <laughs> Too hot um, for TV. Yeah, yeah. The, our our stream rating just went up to MA. <laughs> um. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I, I still play Disney Mirrorverse on my phone, which, again, it's a free-to-play game from Disney, and it's like every other mobile game that asks me to spend money every other step, but it's mm-hmm. fun in between, so <laughs> I haven't complained yet. Um, What's the other thing I was... I downloaded something on my phone. I forget what it was. I don't remember. I don't know, yeah. Um, Other than that, I don't think I've been doing much. Um, I installed Metal Gear Rising, but I haven't played it yet. 
But I, I mean, I already played it, obviously, so I'm not missing anything by not playing it again mm-hmm. right now. Um, and I've got Mega Man X lined up to play tomorrow. Nice. I did not play Hollow Knight today like I was going to. <laughs> where, where, where can we find you, but, though? Uh, I am, I am uh, in Florida. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. <laughs> come on, just come on down and see me. No, um, um, you can find me at uh, Phoenix underscore Aurora underscore gaming on Twitch. And uh, that's about all I have right now for links that matter. Because I don't really use any of my other social medias uh, for anything special. Fair enough. Um, I got, uh, I talked about it last week. I got the 3D printer. I got it all set up to, uh, since that stream and ran a couple things. First couple prints were pretty successful. Um, and I posted a video on, um, on my Twitter. Uh, it's at Game Dude Retro about uh, printing a 3D battery case, or the 3 uh, a battery um, shell for my Game Boy Light. I had a does that show up? Everything but, but the screen shows up. So Game Boy Light, uh, only released in Japan, has like an Indiglo backlight, and it came missing a battery door. So 3D printed a battery door. The first one failed, uh, but we got something moving here. So now it works. Just, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't match, but it works. So it's pretty cool. But, that works. Yep. Printed some toothless um, dragons that like kind of, that kind of, I printed out a couple for friends too, kind of gave them away at work. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun with it. Um, but we'll be incorporating some new projects with that soon, shortly. That works. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, to your background, you have the, the Fraser Toss Salad and Fraser Scrambled Eggs, which yeah. are classic, you know, third yeah, generation so Fraser. Part of the multi- Marvel multiverse, so they're going to they're gonna have multi- multiple universes yeah. intertwined. So the one, one Fraser is going to be the Toss Salad universe, and then we have the Scrambled Eggs universe. So. Yeah. So what actually the, the 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 fracture here was that near the beginning of the series, Fraser kills Nigel, and Nigel. that's why Scrambled Eggs is different. Um, <laughs> who I think was his brother, if I remember that Niles. Show at all. Niles, whatever. Yes. It's the same thing. He was called Nigel in Scrambled Eggs universe, oh, and that's why he enough. killed him. That's the death. Yeah. That's because the... he hates the thornberries. That's so the, he vir- was like... the virgins there. Nice. Um. No. Why does one of them have a moon? Um. Okay. And one so, doesn't. You ever watch Frasier? When I was a kid. Okay. Teenager, so really teenager. Every intro is different. So it, it shows like it draws the city skyline, but then everything there's always like a little bit of a nuance that's different. So like you might have like the, the light on the tower, the moon might cut, rise up, might have like a little airplane fly by, it might be a hot air balloon. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what that so is. So it's um, so it's the Simpsons couch. Yes. For Fraser. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's got it, got it. I'm a, I'm a fucking '90s sitcom nerd, and like Cheers and Frasier uh, are my shit. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so when the we're gonna get way off topic here, but I don't care. Um, it's my turn to get way off topic. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ready, off at the end or at the beginning of every show, Frasier would be interviewing someone, talking to someone on the radio, and it was always a guest celebrity voice that they would bring in. So. Um, mm-hmm. You can find reels on YouTube and stuff where it actually goes through like who all the celebrities were in the interest of those shows, and it's like it's That's wild. Cool. You watch the seasons first and then go back and like, oh my god, I didn't know it was that person, or I didn't know it was that person. It's wild. So mm-hmm. definitely pretty cool, dude. Dude, my turn to get off topic. You know how we talked about because it reminded me of what you just said. You know, um, we talked about before about the voice actor Ray Chase. Yes, I showed you that reel of his and everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, that day we were at. Um, Star Wars Land. We went, well, we went to Hollywood Studios, and we were in Star Wars Land for the big, the first part of the day. And we're waiting in line for the Millennium Falcon ride. 
and like there's audio happening and like there's a there's a hangar like a garage hangar with like a vehicle in it and there's like these bits that play over the intercoms where like one guy will be like you know hey paging person paging person i need uh i need help with the thing and the guy will be like what's your problem and he'll be like oh you know the engine's not running right and he'll be like oh you know we'll get you some whatever and there's like some comedy and some of them the skits and some of them are just like generic we're in a hangar and there's ships dialogue and mm-hmm. and but i noticed the one of the two voices is like a million percent ray chase it has to be <laughs> that's him. awesome and i'm like did they hire ray chase to do this like how cool is that? Like, like that's a cool little Easter egg that he's here, like in the voice or whatever. Like, cause mm-hmm. I, I was the it was just one of those like he doesn't show up in any of the movies, so it's like, what would he be? And then I was like, I guess he's he's an original character for that that one attraction, that attraction. at Disney World. That's pretty cool. And I was like, that's so cool though. Like, that's a million. It's I almost want to like go to a convention and bump into him and be like, are you that guy on the Star Wars ride at Star at Star Wars Land because you sound right. just like him? And that nuance like, would probably like blow his mind for you to like recognize that. To recognize, I was yeah. like, dude, I feel like I was like, I'm like, I'm in line with like a million other people, and I'm like, does no one else hear Ray Chase? Does no one else who play like video games like or watch anime? <laughs> like no one was like saying anything. I'm like, am I just that guy right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, so we went to the Renaissance Fair a couple of years ago, and. It was all normal. They they do like the joust fight at the end and blah blah blah, save the queen, whatever. And yeah. the joust fight music was the fucking intro to Final Fantasy VIII. And I'm looking yep. around, I'm like, I am the only one in this audience of like three thousand people that recognizes this song. And I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm like, the injustice because it just doesn't fit. And yeah. I'm just like, I cannot believe that I'm the only person here that recognizes this song because there's a lot of there's a lot of nerdy people there, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. But for me to be the only one that recognized that song was, was uh, depressing, to say the least. Dude, I had a similar experience. You know the Big E that happens up in New England? The Big E? Yeah. Is that the name of the event, or are you... Is that a code? Yeah. Person? No, it's the event. It's yeah. uh, the, the the New England Entertainment Expo or something. I forget what it's called. Mm-mm. It's this huge thing that happens up there. I'm sure I've never been to it. It's like the big thing everyone does in New England. Huh. Like, so it's this... I think it's in Mass... And it's this big thing they call the Big E, and it's like all the New England states show up, and all the states get a pavilion, and that pavilion has like a building, and in the building they stock it with like stuff from your state, things that your state sells, like reasons why your state is famous, yada yada. Like, and then there's like music, and there's bands, there's food, there's rides, there's a little animal circus with animals and stuff, and they always have like a, a like a sort of small wannabe Cirque du Soleil circus that plays like three times a day during the event. And we went there, like, 2015 or 16, before I went to Florida for the first time. And, like, we were watching their performance, and one guy comes out, and they start juggling, and they're doing, like, regular juggling and stuff. And then they get, like, on a unicycle, and they start juggling more, like, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And for that second set of juggling, they played the song that plays in Final Fantasy X when you fight fight, uh, Seymour for the last time. Oh, nice. And I'm like, and the music starts, and I'm like, Wait, I know this song. What do I know this song? I'm like, this is the fight from Seymour. This is like from Final Fantasy X. This is straight from Final Fantasy X. And like, I'm looking around in the crowd, and like, one other guy was also like this behind me. And I'm like, this is from Final Fantasy X, right? And he goes, yeah, it is. And I'm like, I can't believe they got away with this. And he's like, I can't believe they just do this. And like, we were the only two people in the entire place that knew it was happening. <laughs> so, nice. Like, but I had the same moment you had, but I was, like, so happy that there was at least one other person who was, like, I can confirm that's what this is. Because I looked right. at Alicia, and she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. 
I get oh, it. Oh, man. I totally get it. That's gross. Everybody here cool. crazy but me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm taking fucking crazy pills. <laughs> Uh, so it was. I've I've have been there too, man. It's wild. Nice. Like companies do that sometimes. They're just like, yeah, who's, who's going to say anything? Like, <laughs> oh, it's wild. And no doubt. All right. Um, what do we have on deck here? Social media accounts. Uh, so I'm on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. Instagram. I could really give a shit about. I think it's honestly a shit platform at this point. Um, I'm Game I don't like Retro. It's becoming TikTok, right? Like, it's, it looks so. It's bad. very video it's, heavy now. Right. It, yeah. It's that, and it's like all of the things that made Facebook suck, like the random bands and um, the randomized timelines. It's all dripping into Instagram and ruining the experience. And it's like, if I want to be on TikTok, I'll just go on TikTok. And there's a couple of times where I've been on Instagram looking at like just friends' photos, and all of a sudden I'm like, I forget that I'm on Instagram and thinking that I'm on TikTok. And I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't yeah. TikTok. And I'm yeah, like, all right, yeah. if it's that manipulative, then I don't want anything to do with it. So that's kind of where I'm I've, at with it. I've noticed, like, every time I open Instagram, it'll it'll show me, like, a few of my friends' recent pictures, and then it'll just start showing me, like, ads or unrelated pictures, and it's like, I have to scroll back up and find where the line was between the two and find, like, see older posts or something. Yes, I can't go look at other, and I'm like, I'm like, why does it just, all of a sudden, after, like, five or six videos or pictures, it just scrolls off into, like, browsing right. land. And there's, like, I've noticed... YouTube does that to me sometimes. If I look up a video mm -hmm. on YouTube, if you scroll far enough, it just is like, here's a bunch of other stuff you've already watched or that you liked. Yeah, it'll show you like four or five videos and, and then go like, back to the search queue again. Yeah, you have to like find where it's like, do you want to see more results or whatever? It's so weird. I mm -hmm. guess, I mean, I guess it's algorithm based, but it's not good user experience. I can tell you that. Yeah, and it's like, if I want the search algorithm, I'll use that function. But if I want to watch the stuff right. that I have on the list of things I want to watch, that's what I'm here for. So right, right. it drives me batshit crazy. It's almost like it's worse than ads. Um, I don't know. It's just it's yeah, just it re shit. It reminds me. It reminds me of. Do you remember when like websites started doing the thing where like you would have ads inside of like the articles that were like they looked like links to other articles or sources, but then it was like an ad. They did that with like download like, oh, okay. websites too, where it's like they'd have forty five buttons that say download here, and they're all they all go to like trash sites, and so it's like they have to use the corner because they're like yeah, they pop up things like, right. Yeah. Um, even like on like I feel like even on Twitter sometimes I'll be like looking through Twitter and like I'll see a post and I'm like, why? Who do I follow that shows me this? And it's like sponsored, and I'm like, right. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it'll be like the most random stuff that I don't care about, but because I'm a thirty. Something year old male living in Orlando, it like it's recommended to it's, my demographic yeah. or something. It's like celebrity gossip clickbait. I'm like, this yeah, is clearly like, not targeted not towards me. Like, I could give a flying fuck about who's fucking right. wearing what. Like, I don't give a flying fuck about that. So yeah. Um, but good, obviously, good if you see me here, you're on Retro Game Dude at Twitch, and you can also find me on TikTok. I will probably be putting more. 3D printer content on TikTok. So I have finally found a reason to make content for that god awful app. <laughs> so um, mm -hmm. that's all I've got for social media stuff at this point. I don't think I have anything else out there floating. Uh, maybe an OnlyFans or five. We'll see. Did you hear the, did you hear the news about Discord? <laughs> What's that? They're buying TikTok. Did... <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you being sh are you shitting me or? No, they're gonna they're they're buying them and they're merging the the service into one service for both sides called Discock. God, dude. Alright, well, we'll see you next week with episode 39 uh, next time. <laughs>
Oh, man. Discock. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Would you like more information about Discock? All right. Perfect segue into our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> we're already we're already getting very productive here. So handheldlegend.com uh, for all of your retro modding needs. You can do cool shit like take your Game Boy Color, put some screens on it, and uh, really put some new life into you know the playability of your game. I do have uh, a, a certain one right here. This one has Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening in it. I forget whose Game Boy this is, but uh, I will be doing a mod stream for this one. Um, not this week, but probably next week when I get the parts. Um, I've got a new case for it picked out. We're going to be putting a new color screen in it and a couple of other um, accessories. So, <laughs> um, if you're into that kind of stuff, or if you just want displays for, don't lose that. <laughs> um, but if you want like some stands to display your stuff. Um, or new shells for your games, or just batteries, or battery kits, all that kind of stuff. Handheld Legend has it. Um, you can also get a $10 off your first purchase if you use code RETROGAMEDUDE. I'm sorry, RETROGAMEDUDE at checkout. Or you can just go to handheldlegend.com slash RETROGAMEDUDE and get the same result. Um, that helps the channel, because we get a little taste of that kickback once you buy stuff. Uh, and that's funding we can put into this stream and the channel. So uh, please take it into consideration. Um, please look forward to it. Yes, look forward to it indeed. Don't lose that, Claire says. I have no idea whose Game Boy Color that is. I couldn't even imagine. I imagine it's hers, right? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> oh, okay. She's <laughs> very so, invested if it's not. Yeah, yeah. So I have a new shell picked out for it. She doesn't know what. She said pick whatever color. So I did. Um, she has no idea what it's going to look like. So at this point, it'll be all surprised when once she sees it on stream. She's going to be super hyped when she gets that Morbius Game Boy. <laughs> Morbius Game Boy. Like, why are all these games only playing Morbius? Oh, man. Did you see, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bob Wolf. He took the whole movie and put it on, like, 30 or 40 different Game Boy Color cartridges. Because it would only... I saw that. <laughs> I love his content, man. It's so good. Oh, man. I'm wild. <laughs> all right, let's get into some quick headlines. Uh, first, we're going to kick it off with some Ubisoft. Um, we've seen... a. Uh, it, just not having a good year. Uh, they're canceling a lot of projects. Um, it looks like they're can canceling Roller Champions. That's uh, to be rumored. Um, they've already delayed uh, the Avatar game. Uh, they're canceling... Um, they stopped developing on Ghost Recon Frontline. And then they're mm -hmm. also announcing that they're just, you know, they're working on multiple Assassin's Creed games at once. So it just seems like they're just doubling yeah. down on, like, they're just... They're shitty generic games at this point. I just... Yeah. I don't know how many... Assassin's Creed's we have left, but it looks like the next one's going to be like this huge open world one. So I don't know. What do you got? I, well, I've I've also been reading into that a little bit too, and I've seen like they're they they they've had problems with like Division, where like Division mm -hmm. went like Division Two was like the game, then a DLC, then live service, and then they stopped development on it, and mm -hmm. now they've reopened development on it again. Like so, that's weird. Division's going mobile as well. Like the next division installment is going to be a mobile game, but you know how that's going to go. You know how it's going to turn out, right? Um, I, I love my mobile looter shooters. Yeah, don't even um, start. And there's also um, the game. What is that game? Beyond Good and Evil Two, which got announced for like the PS3 and Xbox 360 like ten years ago or nine years ago. Still in development. Uh, is in the wind, and they 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 insist that it's still coming. 
<laughs> two generations later. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, it's like, okay, I, I get, like, the generation gap happens, and development cycles can be up to, like, seven years or even longer, and I get that, but, like, nine years, two generations, and no trailers, no announcements, no release dates, it sounds like development hell to me. Radio silence. So, complete radio silence. Right. Um... And the weird thing is the fact that, that when people ask them, instead of being radio silent, they actually say, no, it's still coming. That's the bizarre part. It's like, yeah. well, then, okay, but shouldn't we have something, show something? Like, if it's still progressing, great, but, like, how's that going? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Can you um, give us just a, a little hint of something? Like, dude, we're worried about games like Fable that have been silent for two years, more or less, and this game's going on nine years since announcement and i think like four or five years since any trailers so it's definitely also like up in the wind and then yeah assassin's creed's trying to break like their nft project they tried and then scrapped um they they're doing assassin's creed is becoming like this metaverse thing where it's got like an assassin's creed infinite and it's got multiple things attached to each other and it's weird because they have a lot of studios under their belt and they have a lot of employees, but it feels like there's zero direction. Like, if you ask me what Ubisoft is working on right now, I have yeah. no idea. Probably Assassin's Creed. Mobile Division. Seems like that's what they're working on. Maybe Rainbow Six stuff still, but that feels more of like a fluke that Rainbow Six caught back on a few years ago and just held on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, don't get me wrong, the team who worked on Rainbow Six uh, Siege did good work on that game and that's why it caught on but that almost feels like they just they were throwing pasta at all the walls and it's stuck in one place it just like, yeah it just happened to work it worked out yeah that one just happened to be a good idea oh skull and bones comes out this year but like there's it's a pirate game but you're not a pirate you're just ship combat so far so it's like yeah it's like, I, it's like yeah. i'd rather just go play an old copy of sid meyer's pirates well it's like it's like it's like they took like the the Assassin's Creed Black Flag, or they took like uh, what's the other one that's out now that people actually play, where they just got that crossover <laughs> with Borderlands or something? What was that? No Another idea. pirate game that people oh, play. Oh, uh, the Microsoft one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why would I play? It's so remarkable. Why would I play that game, but with nothing but the ships? Like what? Even Assassin's Creed Black Flag lets me have the ships and do the ship combat, yeah. but then also has like a whole Assassin's Creed game in there. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. That's what we're looking for. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't I just why wouldn't I just go play Sea of Thieves instead of playing Sea of Thieves with only the boat part? Like, right. it just seems on paper it doesn't sound like a great idea. And they've had they they're this this battle royal that they that they canceled right Ghost Recon Frontlines or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not even the first one. They actually were the guys behind the previous battle royal that collapsed called Hyperscape. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Hyperscape was attempting to be like Ready Player One meets a battle royale, <clears throat> mm-hmm. where like it was a it was a battle royale and in like a, in it was like you were in a video game, in that video game like you were like you were playing people who knew they were in a video game, and were playing inside of a video game. Sure. And um, it's like a it had cool stuff. <laughs> well, it had some cool stuff with Twitch where like Twitch viewers could spend points or like contribute bits or whatever it was, and impact the game the game actually had integrations built in where like you could spawn things or do things in the game it's just it it was nothing to write home about other than that unique thing everything else about it was like cookie cutter battle royal that nobody wanted to play and the game didn't catch on and it died and then they did front lines and then that died it's like they tried two battle royals uh an nft thing a metaverse project with assassin's creed and then all the projects that people care about from them like beyond good and evil or just mainline assassin's creed games or 
the division, which had a good following until Division Two got really rocky and turbulent in its development up and down. Like they've either burned their bridges or they've or they're adrift, and it just right. feels like there's no one at the helm now. Yeah, and they it, have a lot of they have assets. They have a whole big <clears throat> big teams. They have with a massive talent. catalog of games um, that they could work on. The Prince of Persia wasn't isn't that theirs? And that got delayed. I guess. <laughs> There's just so many delays out of them, and I just, I don't know. It's it's raising starting to raise a lot of eyebrows and a lot of concerns uh, about the future of the company as it's, of its, you know, with that, with whatever they have going on right now. I just... Yeah. I I've know. seen people wonder... I've seen, I've seen people wondering if they might be trying to sort of scuttle themselves to get bought out. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Because it's so weird that they would just be throwing money at anything they could get their hands on to try, and then failing so often. That's not good business strategy, and mm. they, someone up the ladder should know that. So it it has to either yeah. be intentional or like negligence, right? Sure. I mean, honestly, we're looking looking at a future where the next five years, EA and Ubisoft are going to be bought out by someone, be it Microsoft, be it Sony, or or Tencent, or someone. Um, yeah, it could be. I could see EA maybe doing the opposite and doing the buying if they have good finances. I don't know what their numbers look like. Because mm -hmm. they might just try to compete instead of getting bought. They might just try to snag Maybe. some smaller groups and try and fight back. There has been some know. rumors floating around about it. Shortly after like the acquisition of Activision with Microsoft. Yeah. So we don't know how much water that really holds or if it's just like rumor right. and all that stuff. So I don't know, we'll see. Honestly, only time will tell. But I think we're looking at a legitimate future where we see in these companies um get bought out and it's um further consolidation of the market so that's where we're at with that but yeah i mean i <laughs> I, I think it's probably going to come down to is it'll probably like everyone's going to get snagged by the big three microsoft you know nintendo and sony mm -hmm. and once that all consolidates into the three microsoft will probably buy nintendo sony will probably uh, like send boots in the ground to take over Microsoft and annex that whole part of our country. Yeah. And then all of that will get bought by um, the, the, what is it called? The Copium One or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, gonna, have, to, they'll have to everything. build giant mechs to kind of fight over territory. Um, yeah, it, well, it's going to end up with the, the, the Ouya Wars. The Ouya Wars? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fucking system. Like you know, they like they talk about in Mega Man. Remember that Mega Man, the Ouya Wars. Speaking of oh, who, man. what's Julie Ehrman up to these days? I got, I gotta, gotta see what she's doing. Co-founder, president of Angel City. Oh man, what is this? What? Women's professional <laughs> soccer. So she's she's been basically probably completely laughed out of the gaming industry at this point. Um, who is she? She was the the co she was the founder of of Ouya. Um, oh, famously quoted for saying Minecraft will be there, and then Mojang pulling out of that deal. Um, yeah, good times. Okay, you might say that the deal got blocked. Oh shit! He did it. Um, so let's keep these aren't quick stories at this point. Um, we got another rumor that Horizon Forbidden West DLC reportedly in development, which makes sense for this timeline. Look at him taking a nap. I love it. <laughs> Is that a memory foam pillow, dude? Yes, the pillows that I had. Nice. <laughs> we're, we're never gonna get this show done. Um, also, big rumor is that uh, Monster Hunter's uh, Monster Hunter sequel was leaked, 
um, accidentally through a Discord gifting mistake. Um, yeah, I heard that. Uh, but I, I guess it was corroborated by a pretty large leaker too. Um, so interested to see there. It looks like it's going to need to be called Monster Hunter Paradise. Um, probably, obviously, sounds like it has like a big tropical theme to it. <clears throat> right. Um, but yeah, pretty prominent uh, guy on Twitter who it leaked. Um, how did he leak? Silent Hill images. He leaked Silent Hill images and stuff. And yeah, he's, he's definitely saying that this all makes sense and adds up. So uh, expect to see, I would say, some announcements on Monster Hunter Paradise. Um, maybe within this year. That'd be nice to see. I'll be there for it. That'll be yeah. um, probably an Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, PC title release. Um, they they seem likely. to alternate between the Switch and PC consoles and stuff. So. Well, well it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this one because Monster Hunter World was very much a mainstream Monster Hunter title geared towards like being more open and getting more people into the game. Oh yeah, because World wasn't as bad, like not bad. World wasn't as hard as the other Monster Hunter games, really. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot more approachable and a lot more um, better for people who never played a Monster Hunter game. And Rise went back to the, the regular Monster Hunter formula, and they've been kind of doing that, right? Because like. Before that, what was the one that we had? Like, they'll do like Monster Hunter three or four, and then in between you get like Generations or like Cross. Rise, um, Monster Hunter Rise, Rise now. was the Switch. What was so, the like, Monster Hunter Stories? Was a really that was a really good. Stories game. was like an RPG thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a. So I think like I think there's a couple of different teams running these Monster Hunter games. Of and course. So Rise only came out a year ago, mm-hmm. but World is 2018. So if the World team post World started moving on to the next project aka paradise four years in would be where we are give or take you know the development time of like dlcs for world and things sure. like that or helping with rise it sounds within reason for them to be announcing this 100 percent. so so yeah sounds right yeah definitely um but the I, question is is this going to be like another rise game or another mm-hmm. world game are we going to see something easy and approachable or i think this is going to be um serious i think this is going to be like a world sequel just because of the, the yeah. rumored systems that it's supposed to be on um 100 a world a world sequel right all right yeah i agree uh last of us one remake uh a game that i don't understand why it even exists um uh, new gameplay and controller layout and the workbench mm-hmm. footage is all leaked. Um, a lot of people angry, I guess. A little, I guess, a little bit angry that they're seeing that this remake, quote unquote, not really getting a lot of like the quality of life improvements that it got in two. Um, so a lot mm-hmm. of people are kind of questioning that. Um, <clears throat> again, we we just got the not a remake, but the um, HD version of like Last of Us One and Two on the PlayStation Five a couple months ago. Yeah. So I don't know who this game is for. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's it's. Baffling to me, I, I why why is this team working on so many versions of the same game? I I don't I, I don't get it, but it is what it is. I'm, if if they really want to like win the market over, what they need to do is go back and they need to go find their E3 demo for Last of Us One and just remake that. <laughs> That's nice. the trap. Yeah, yeah. So people are confused with the price tag. They're confused with like some of the scenes just don't really even seem like that much of an upgrade, like graphically. Sure. But some of the stuff isn't even as dynamic as like the PlayStation three was. So, right. I don't know. We'll see. But I, again, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm seeing polls. A lot of people just aren't interested in picking this up. I, I don't think this is going to be like the blockbuster title that people expect it to be. 
No, I don't think so. <clears throat> Dude, I was dying watching people get mad about spoilers. They were like, don't spoil Last of Us Remake, and it was like, what do you mean, spoilers? It's the it's the first game from two generations ago. Everybody knows what happens in that game already. What do you mean, spoilers? Right. Don't spoil the game. <laughs> what What is there to spoil? I, I just... I was like, wow. Don't spoil the Titanic. We don't know what happens at the end yet. Ship gets cold, goes down. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, I I know personally when when I heard that like the for the thirtieth or fortieth anniversary or whatever it is that of like Braveheart coming back to theaters, I was like, no, don't show, don't ruin it for me. I want to know what happens <laughs> to William Wallace. I don't know. I didn't read a history book. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Um, oh, so man. this one's a, a a good PSA. Um, the Wii U 3DS shops. Um, they are closing down March 27th, so you got about five months to get your shit together and make your purchases. Um, I know that they are going to be cutting off, actually adding funds to the store uh, pretty soon, so uh, you're going to see probably a lot of sales. Uh, we have already seen a lot of sales, but we will probably see, uh, we'll continue to see more sales. So if you see anything on there, what did you get? You picked up Resident Evil on the 3DS for like five bucks or something crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to see some pretty serious markdowns. So this is the time to go get them with physical copies. I, I don't know why the 3DS is so popular right now, but, I mean, you're finding used, used systems for, like, $300. Um, mm-hmm. the, the physical games are just going to go skyrocket in price at this point. So get the games cheap now while you can, because after that, um, you're going to be looking into pirating shit uh, at the end of the day if you want to even play these games, because they're just going to be so inaccessible. You're going to see copies of games go $80, $90 on a good, on a good day. So, Oh, yeah. we. I mean, the Nintendo production causes that. Like, maybe not, like, super intentionally, but, like, it feels like every time a Nintendo thing goes out of print like that, it's always the hardest thing to refine later. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why I still, to this day, only pre-order... Like, if I pre-order anything, it's going to be something on the Switch, just because I don't know if some of those games just go out of print. <clears throat> you, you, yeah. know, you don't know. Yeah, um, I'll I'll do like sometimes for things where like steel books or special content, but mm-hmm. at, that, at that point it's like they're kind of twisting your arm with it. Like sure. So. So absolutely yeah. go out and make your purchases and add the funds uh, now while you can because that is coming to an end soon. Um, Russia is going to start making video games after Xbox and Nintendo block sales in the country. So I go can't on. wait to see. Uh, sm- Cigarette smoking babushka on the corner simulator 2022. Uh, <laughs> I just, I have zero confidence. They're talking about this is going to be a state owned video game company that they're going to start creating soon. Oh boy, that won't be propaganda in any Not capacity. at all. Not at all. No, not at all. Oh man. I mean, to be fair, like a lot of Call of Duty is like America propaganda half the time, especially like with the more recent one they did. Oh, uh, it's all military. It. Yeah, it's all like military recruitment. <laughs> Well, the last one, they really, like, put their foot in it because it was, like, straight up, like, the Cold War with Reagan and everything. And, mm-hmm. like, it was very, very charitable interpretations of, like, Reaganomics and Reagan's policies and oh, stuff. Oh, boy. Like, oh, okay, cool, great. Um, take that seriously, I guess. Now, now, five years from now, I have an argument with some kid who's like, I played Call of Duty, the Cold op, Cold War Ops, and let me tell you about Reagan. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> buddy. Like, yeah. like, that's not um, something you want to cite. That's that's funny. Like it, like, Russia did that just recently too. With uh, I think I mentioned it to you. Like they did that with McDonald's too. Remember they had like a McDonald's that shut down. That was bought out. And they were like they were like we're gonna do our own McDonald's. And yeah, they like bought it out and it turned it into its own thing. I forget what it, it was like some weird orange and yellow restaurant. And they were like yeah, see everyone loves it here. And yeah. They had like footage of people eating there and like thumbs upping. And I was like, 
dude, I don't want to be that guy. But guys if I've ever seen guns at him. footage, oh, yeah, if I've ever seen AstroTurf footage in my life, it's this. Right. It's people in Russia sitting at this new restaurant, being like, "This food's even better than McDonald's was." <laughs> yeah. Okay. The restaurant's name is called Delicious, and that's that. Is that really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the American translation, at least. Um, yeah. Right. That, even the title sounds like it's got a gun hold, held to its head. Say the line. Say the line. Delicious. We said it is. Like, yeah. It's delicious whether you like oh, it or man. not. But, like, I just, I love the idea that, like, make, like, they were like, yeah, you know what? We took the McDonald's and we just instantly improved it overnight in a way that they were unable to do. And now it's better. Like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you guys, McDonald's should be taking notes from you. Every McDonald's in, in all over the world should just turn into that restaurant chain and do it their way if they're making, if they're making better food and at a cheaper cost. Why wouldn't you? I wouldn't. Why wouldn't they? Why haven't they done this yet? <laughs> um, oh, that's good shit. Uh, another good PSA. Uh, Valve is warning that Steam Deck throttling is uh, when it is extremely hot. So we actually saw a PSA coming out of Nintendo a couple of weeks ago for the same thing. Um, with ex especially yeah. with like higher temperatures out there right now, uh, the Nintendo Switch shuts off, and they do that as a safety measure, right? Uh, so you don't like ruin the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't play your Switch. Don't play your Steam Deck out in the blazing heat. Um, cause they will throttle yeah. or shut off as a safety feature. And if it's doing that, um, you may want to even look into making sure that your switch has proper ventilation. Um, cause I have seen stories of that fan getting kicked up with dust and then having poor ventilation and, and air airflow. So oh, yeah. I've seen, um, yeah, like, well, I think, I think it, like, especially cause like with the whole thing with the UK hitting their record highs for like a week straight or something last week mm -hmm. or wherever it was, um, I don't know. I mean, you can always look around too and like see about. I've seen. I've never looked into them, but I've seen people um, talk about like um, cooling kits for the Switch, like little fans that go on the back mm -hmm. of the Switch and keep it cold or whatever. I've never looked into the validity of them, so I couldn't really tell you if they're any good or not. I've seen a couple but people like Linus Tech Tips and a couple other people test them. They'll like stick on thermal uh, fans or something like that. They do work. I, you'll get. <clears throat> you'll, you'll you'll certainly see a difference. I mean, it's not going to be like. Marginal, and especially if you're in an environment when it's already hot, I mean, I would say right. results are probably going to vary there. Sure. Um, and this one, this is the one you kind of brought to my attention. Well, I mean, I heard about it, but like you went, you had you had a little bit more details about this. But Bungie is suing uh, a serial Destiny Two cheater who threatened employees. Um, yep. And a lot of people were went to his <clears> defense. <throat> uh, you told me about this last night. Do you want to go in on that one? Yeah. Yeah, so, to, I mean, to, to summarize and make a long story short, if I'm not mistaken, the kid's, like, 17. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a lot of people go back and forth on if he's 19 or 17, but I don't think it really matters. I think 17's still old enough to know what you're doing. Sure. Um, in this context. So, he has been banned about 13 times or so, like, across different accounts that he's making new accounts and everything. Mm -hmm. um, he does cheats, and he sells them online. Um to like workarounds for like their anti-cheat the what I believe it's the battle eye software. Mm -hmm. Um so he's he's been involved with circulating and creating things to get around that. Um he's he got into it with a community manager. I don't know if it was Deej or DMG or one of them. Mm -hmm. Um but he's been into it with them specifically making threats against them and violent threats against them, saying I'm gonna move out there, I'll be within a half hour, like I'm gonna come see you kind of shit. Lovely. Um and then he was, like, posting, like, edgy threats of being, like, hey, if anybody needs a building burned down in this area in Seattle, like, or wherever it was, like, let me know, I'll do it. And if it's the Bungie headquarters, I'll do it for free. 
And they had enough. And they were sure. like, okay, you're threatening people. You're threatening our business. You actually live here. You're close enough to make it a valid threat. We don't know if you're really going to do this. And in the, war, in the wake of, you know, America's, what are we in? 200 days into the year. So we're probably at 300 shootings or some shit. <laughs> you know, they don't want to fuck with that. Right. Some kids saying they're going to do that. Who lives in their area? So they were like, enough is enough. And they brought him to court. And they, they I think they hit him for like 1.8 million between like the hacks, the cheats, the battle eye workarounds, Good. like, and all that shit all combined or whatever. Yeah. Kid sounds so, like a sociopath, to be honest. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. And you said um, we saw some people kind of defending him or at least trying to like, um, there was people doing like that. It's just a joke. He's just being edgy, and it's right. like okay, but you know what? The people like all these people who shoot up schools—they're being joking and they're being edgy and they're just it's whatever really until they do it. Like exactly, exactly. This isn't like me. You know, I could like right right now. I could be like, man, if I ever saw like Dwayne the Rock Johnson in person, I'd slap him. Which of course I wouldn't because he would probably delete me on the spot. <laughs> but like. You know, that's one thing to go on the internet and do that. It's another thing for me to, like, message a person directly and be like, I see that you work in Orlando. I live in Orlando. I'm going to come to your living residence, and I'm going to, like, burn it down. I'm going to come to your place of work, and I'll see you at your place of work. Like, that's literally a threat. It'd be one thing if, like, even if you, like, called up someone in Orlando and you were like, I'm going to come over there, they'd probably look into it a little bit and realize you don't live anywhere near here and be like, whatever. Sure, that's very within the reason of like if you're if a person's within a half hour of you literally and they're like I'm gonna come over there, I see no reason not to like report that to like the FBI or let it be handled. And I I hate that stupid it's a prank it's just a prank bro mentality. It's like okay this kid's not ten my son's twelve and he knows better my daughter's seven and she knows better. Right. So I don't need to hear that a seventeen year old didn't know that what he was doing was like actually wrong or had consequences. When, when like, you start offering to burn the headquarters down for free. There, there's some half-truths on that. The guy obviously is fucking angry because he's probably been banned so many times, and he's angry that right. he's getting caught. Um, yeah. And, and this is just escalation. And we've seen right. this is that we're in a society at this point where we have to recognize these signs and do something about it preemptively. We cannot keep right, absolutely. Like, reactive to a situation that's already happening. Um, yep, absolutely. And so, at, at the end of the thing? day, I don't always agree with like Bungie's marketing and money schemes, but they do care about their employees, sure. so they they have to. Yep, they have to do that's, this. That's I I for me personally, Destiny has basically become like a mobile game, but on computer and sure. PlayStation sure. with the monetization being all crazy. But I will say, I follow a lot of game devs on Twitter. That's mostly what my Twitter is, and I followed a bunch of people at Bungie, and none of them ever have anything bad to say about it. Right. Or if they do, it was like years ago, and it was fixed, or it's rectified, or they're working on it. I mm-hmm. you do not see people complaining like you do about Riot, like you do about Blizzard, like you do about Activision, uh, other companies. <clears throat> Activision. I was gonna say that, but I couldn't remember if they had a problem or not. But no, they did. Yeah, no, no. Ubisoft, <laughs> Ubisoft had allegation problems <laughs> a few years ago, and they kind of just went quiet. Damn near broke um, my neck doing one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was when you said Activision in my head, I was thinking Ubisoft because yeah. I had been reading about that today in the wake of this whole, like, what's up with Ubisoft lately thing. Well, didn't that um, guy who was, like, who was the original guy that like, ran the Fort, or not Fortnite, Far Cry um, stuff, didn't he get oh, ousted and then... I, I yeah, remember him, like, posting a bunch of, like, weird shit where he was like, oh, this yeah. is a guy's only studio or or something like that, and then, like, he, oh, yeah, well, way to be yeah. inclusive. And then they're like, We've talked our about secretary's that, a woman, or something like that. It was just like, okay, man. Yeah, we, no, we they, talked about they, that on the show. They, they started, like, a studio, it was all dudes, and then they had a picture of a dog. And yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this is this this is literally dog whistling to be like we're an inclusive studio we have 20 white guys and one thing that could colloquially be called a bitch like really dude right. come on no one's like no you're not slick everybody sees what you're doing like but yeah that guy we've seen we've had to talk about that guy a couple times because every time he makes a statement in like the media it's some dumb shit about like like the way gaming works regarding women or like I don't. I don't remember. I just know we've had him on our stream. Yeah, he a seems, few times. He seems like the John the McAfee of video stuff. games. <laughs> yeah, it's always the same stuff. Um, is, that the, is that the guy from uh, Heritage Auctions or whatever? No, John McAfee was a different guy. Software who was like, was he living in like oh, Peru yeah. or something like that? Getting like killed his neighbor, had to leave the country, but he was like yep. batshit crazy too. Um, yeah, he just he just comes off as that that guy. Well, it's like we just talked like last week, was it, about the guy from um, Unity who did the apology, and when we were looking in to see exactly who he was, I that's when I realized it was the same dude who did that whole speech, the two minute speech about like charging people for reloads in a shooting game and how you can do hot thing, cold thing to get people to spend money when they don't want to because you mm -hmm. made them invest in the game by letting them play for free, and then hooking them later with the money once they're invested. Sure. And I was like, holy shit, it's literally the same dude. We talked about him near the beginning of our podcast like existence, like. Wild shit. It's always the same people, I swear. The same groups of people, types of people. I don't know. It's it's they they come back around. <laughs> They're like they sure do. Boomerangs. It's like a just like circulating in a fucking toilet in the middle. It's flushing. It's like you know, you eat them, and then like two years later they come they come back, and you're like, what have you learned in the two years since we roasted you as a society? And they're we, like, we've gotten well, greedier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They got quiet and, and more did shameless. They were supposed to do under the radar. Yeah, right. exactly. Yep. Um, uh oh. Did we lose him? That guy. He oh, got food. Oh. Froze um, up there for a second. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so they, they sued this kid, and it hasn't gone anywhere yet, but that the suit's been filed. So, um, he's, he's in the finding out phase of the lawsuit now. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully he's on the radar. If you know what I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Batshit crazy. So, and that's what was funny was people were like people in the in the comments that like, you were getting people that were like defending him or saying like he's just he's only seventeen or like oh he was just making jokes or being like oh yeah he was being wild but like he's seventeen you're gonna ruin his life over this and it was like you're not ruining his he life he ruined his, his own life did. like yeah he he did it like they it's not like they Bungie didn't just pick a dude and be like who we're gonna fuck over today because we want to right and then they picked one guy and they were like yeah let's be evil today and just ruin a dude's life because we feel like it like yeah. no there was it was a it was responsibility kind of problem um he and you're not he ruining his life like you know what's gonna happen he's gonna he's gonna they're gonna sue him he's not gonna have one point eight million dollars yeah. It's going to be one of those like bankruptcy settlement style things where he's going to basically be like on some sort of hook or on some sort of list or somehow have to do it. It's not like they're going to be like, well, you were found guilty of Bungie's lawsuit and now you have to work in the Bungie mines for the next 40 years. Like, <laughs> your life's over, kid. Like, he's not going to jail for 50 years right. or anything. He'll be fine. Especially with him being under 17, like, this won't probably affect him at all unless they go after his parents. I'm not even sure it'll stick on his record, right? Because pre-18, that stuff falls off eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be expunged. So it's like, he's its literally, he's going to get a free pass on it with enough time. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> right. Don't be a fucking idiot and threaten people. And that goes to a wider thing that's happening lately, too, with the game industry in general, is a lot of devs are getting shit from people for, like, delays, mm -hmm. um, not putting things out the way they want, monetization problems. 
you can have valid complaints. If you want to criticize Diablo Immortals monetization, go for it. If you want to criticize the way the game does like NFT shit, like Axie Infinity, by all means, go for it. But even in the case of something like Axie Infinity, you tell those devs that make that game to, to like go die or kill themselves, you're a piece of shit. I don't care how bad their game is or how unethical their system is. The people who are making these games, even a game like Axie Infinity, I guarantee those devs are just getting paid for a job. You know, yeah, it sucks that they chose to work with NFT companies and they should rethink that. But you don't end lives over shit like that. Right. You don't threaten to end lives over shit like and that. And the thing is with like gaming is to get impatient for a game in an era mm-hmm. where we have AAA titles coming oh. out every fucking More week. games than ever. What? Yeah. I just saw a thing the other day that was like Steam has like 10,000 games come out on it a year. That's insane. Like, dude, um, imagine like as a kid, we didn't have. Dude, as a, I like. To, like from when I was a kid until like I graduated high school, we probably didn't even have ten thousand games to play. Right. And now with like Steam, it's like yeah, ten thousand games get published a year. A this lot is of them are, I picked you know... up on my Switch this week. This yeah. week. So it's like I have no reason to be bored playing video games right now. I probably mm-hmm. will never play half of these games. But yep. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know what? You know what I've noticed though. A lot of people are pointing out that's probably a good observation. I think is mm-hmm. that games never existed like they like before like say world of warcraft and games of that nature you didn't really have games as a service or games that would live a long time and continually have updates and content sure and that takes and, like, a lot of time to play those games well i i think what it does is it causes people to have this sort of weird reliance on their game as like um what do you call it like it's almost like they develop a parasocial relationship with a brand or a game in oh, particular you see that with the console all of a sudden, people all the time but yeah it's like, do you people fucking get paid by microsoft and sony to suck right their dicks this hard but now it's moving just from the brands of like sony and microsoft or like those kinds of brands into like direct one-to-one games like things like destiny now because sure. destiny is a game that people have been playing for five years six years seven years now whatever and like it's become a lifestyle on the road yeah it becomes part of it's almost like it's part of their personality which is wild imagine like i love final fantasy kingdom hearts i love anime i love music i love movies i love a lot of things but at no point would i ever let that be like i'm that guy like that's my thing like that's weird right? right like I don't know. But I think like I think it's a problem is you get these people who become so enthralled with like a brand or a game or a franchise that it's like you know, you could be like, oh, you know, like like me and you are both people who played Destiny for years and enjoyed it thoroughly, and we are now waning from Destiny. Our interest is is falling off because of of changes they're doing and things they're happening and everything. I'll be the first to admit, I used to go hard in Destiny. Oh yeah, dude, dude, back in the D one was my shit, dude. We Fuck played yeah, every man. night. We did raids all the time. We were doing every. I was I was where Dark was, but for D one, sure, and like, um. And you'll get people where you'll be like, Destiny 2 is not doing it for me lately. And you can just put up a, a, the most vanilla opinion on like Twitter and be like, Destiny 2 just doesn't do it for me lately. And people will like, you'll get the death threats. People will be like, well, like, kill yourself. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a valid response to me just saying that a game is <laughs> getting boring for me or whatever. Like, <laughs> Right. I'm surprised I did because I, I posted about it on Twitter and I'm surprised I didn't get more blowback for that. Um, yeah. Thank God for some times where I'm not as visible as, as I'd like to be, I guess. Um, well, it's the thing. You'll have people like, I'll, I'll, I'll see people sometimes say, like, what was it? I just saw talking about Solstice. People were like, Solstice is a boring season thing to do because, like, if you already have high stat armor, like you do, and like uh-huh. I even do, or like Dark does, or any of our players in our clan probably do, 
Solstice was really just the thing for you to grind out that one cosmetic and a couple of different guns that are added, and then buy the other cosmetic if you want to buy it. Right. And that's it. And for Solstice people like me and you. Be my shit, dude. That was the event, like the one event <laughs> I looked forward to every year. And oh, it's yeah, like the I last couple like, years. Yeah, like, Solstice used to be the good one. Yeah, and that was like I grind out armor for all three of my characters. Um, yep. Claire said she only played PvP in Destiny 1. That's true. That is 100% yeah. true. I'm like, did you ever play the storyline? She's like, there's a storyline to this game? I'm like, <laughs> cool. <Nice. laughs> like, we'll we'll um, take you through it. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you could you could be like, you'll see people with like bigger names in the Destiny community be like, Solstice isn't doing it for me. And they'll, people will just get mad at him for it. And it's like, what do you have to be mad at this guy for? He said Solstice isn't doing it for him. He'll probably come back to the next seasonal event. You know he will. I probably will. You probably will in some sure. capacity. Like, and the dude's just like, oh, this one event doesn't really do it for me. Like, dude, imagine if me and you were playing Final Fantasy and Moogle Treasure Trove starts tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, Moogle Treasure Trove. And some dude's like, you like the Moogle Treasure Trove event? Like, fucking, like, gross. You should kill yourself. Like, what? Right. It'd be, like, unhinged to do that. Like, over, what? Over what? Where is a... Event preference? What? I mean, besides, dude. like, starting a genocide, like, where is the proper response to, like, telling someone to kill themselves? It, it's not disliking a game event, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> or liking one. Right. You know, whatever. I just... Like I just, it's such a, it's so hyper, like it's so hyperbolic. I don't understand. I, I yeah, it's insane. Where people come from sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, just that's been a, an angsty youth thing, thing that I grew out of. I I think it's I think like I said I think a part of it just comes from being attached to these franchises for so long. Like not, and not just the franchise, but these specific games. And we live in a world where like there's more social media interaction than ever, and you've got more more communities than ever, and. People are posting more, talking more about it. You've got people who are making their names in these communities. You've got people in Destiny's community and Final Fantasy's community and World of Warcraft's community who make their name just being that guy. They're known mm -hmm. for being that guy. I mean, like, I, for a while, I was following a girl on uh, Twitch named uh, Keyblade Sarah. She does Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. And she ended up rebranding to just, like, Sarah... I think, like, Sarah Keyblade. She, I think she dropped part of the Kingdom Hearts motif because she was like, everyone just refers to me as, like, the Kingdom Hearts girl, and it sucks because that's what I am. If I play not Kingdom Hearts, I get shit on for it. If I have a bad take or opinion about a Kingdom Hearts thing, the community tears me apart for it. Like, so you can't even be, like, community-affiliated for a specific brand or franchise because then you get all the negatives that are associated with it at all times. Sure. Um... My melodies. I've stopped playing games because the communities can be so toxic. Yeah, absolutely. I That's totally why get it. I stopped playing a lot of PvP across the board. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely. I used to go like three, Xbox 360 era. I used to go hard in the PvP shit. Um, mm -hmm. But ever since I kind of got out of that generation, I just I'm not completely disinterested in playing anything PvP related. Co-op, right. fuck yeah. Sign me up, but beyond that, yeah, co op has become my big thing co op and right. single player story. I'll still do PvP to some extent, but like, yeah, I agreed. It's not, it's it's less enjoyable most of the time because people are usually making it a bad time, mm -hmm. especially. And that's just playing the game in a PvP sense, but like engaging with the community about that stuff is like 10 times worse. Like, dude, imagine if I went right now and I posted on Twitter and I got a big following and I was like, this is my loadout for PvP, and it was just guns I liked, like Sunshot. I would be called, like, an idiot or, like, a waste of space, like, kick this man, to, like, why you bother playing, like, and it would be, like, over my gun preference or something, or for playing, like, dude, even just playing a hunter, I hear people in the Destiny communities give people shit just for being a hunter, like, that's wild, I couldn't even imagine. Yep. Now, it is okay Insane. to get people shit for being titans, that's a different, different talk, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Claire, I was honestly shunned for being a girl. See, that is a is a time honored tradition that is not necessary at any capacity at any point in time. But I can tell you that was probably one of the first like gatekeep things was like women in gaming. Um, I'm not going to go into a whole thing about it because I wrote a paper for college about this actually about how gaming used to be very egalitarian at first, and then marketing companies decided the best way to market their games and make games popular was to pitch them to like the action figure groups uh, demographics which was like young boys or like teenage boys so like all of a sudden all the marketing for games became like violence and and gore or like adult themes women in like scanty clothes like all of that became the marketing pitch in the mid 80s to the late 80s and then gaming became like the boys club and then it it, uh to this day i swear it has yet to recover completely Mm -hmm. uh obviously but it was it was wild to watch because when I was reading and doing research about this whole topic, like in the the like before the video game crash, it was just video games were just like another toy. Sure. Every, they got marketed to everyone, and the video games were about whatever. It just could be anything. And then after the crash, and then the resurgence, like all the games were like shooting games, fighting games, violent games, kill the enemies, beat the bad guys. And then they were all oriented to like boys, action figure groups, and dynamics and demographics. Sure. Um, and there was like almost like an overnight shift when the games mm-hmm. came back from the crash. They were just different, and um, and you saw like the Mortal Kombat's, the Killer Instincts, the uh, how many outfits were like the outfits of the women like in Gauntlet and stuff, where it's like bras and panty outfits that are just torn, and then the dudes are like, you know, in full Doom armor, and it was like you had people smoking because smoking was edgy. You had people drinking alcohol on the cover of the comic, on the magazine, or on the 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 booklet, or the pamphlet, because that was like an edgy thing, like. Like, yeah, it was it very much shifted very quickly. It was wild. I, I remember, um, and I actually, because I, I joined like a retro community on Twitch, or Twitch, Twitter, and um, they people post like a lot of ads and like, uh, for like stuff like in the Game Boy Color era, super mm-hmm. sexualized. Like they could never get away with that Wildly. shit. Like Sega yeah. Genesis and shit, just doing like the hardest, edgiest shit they could possibly do. And it was like, I like I, what. I remember just not thinking about it back then. It's like seeing these advertisements in like you know Game Informer, not Game Informer, fuck Game Informer, other old yeah, school yeah. gaming magazines and shit, and just no, like not you. thinking anything of it. And yeah, like, looking at it, thing, him, like, I I, how did the fuck did they get away with it? I just, it's yeah. it's wild. Well, that's what's funny because like I never thought about it until I was writing that paper, and I'm looking at some of the ads from the late '80s and and stuff, and it's like some of them are just outright like hardcore innuendo mm-hmm. that they were pitching for like a Crash Bandicoot game, or, like, a Gex the, like, Blizzard game, and it's like, holy shit, I didn't even know what this was as a kid. It was just a picture of someone, like, being interested in a video game. I, I almost didn't even notice that there was, like, just a girl in a bikini, like, mm-hmm. deep-throating a popsicle in the background or some dumb shit. Right. And I'm like, wild It's like shit, they brought dude. in, like, like, beer advertisement execs to sell video games. Yeah! You ever see, like, the, the memes that make fun of, like, the girl on the beach in the bikini eating a burger and it gets all over her kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I, I forget who did that. Somebody made that as a parody. But it was, like, that was the actual marketing strategy at the time. And I'm, like, I, there, I had to actually pick and choose what to put in my report because I felt bad putting some stuff in there. I was, like, I don't think it's appropriate for me to even reference. <laughs> like, right. so I was like, oh, it was wild. Yep. Insane. But, um... But yeah, I mean, yeah, un- unfortunately, that's still a thing, and and uh, yeah, you'll still you'll still get that from time to time, but but not here, fortunately. If you uh, come into if you come into this podcast or my stream or your stream, uh, and you uh, have some problem with girls playing video games, you will get a boot. Facts. 
At least if I'm modding. If Claire's modding, she'll probably also uh, give you the boot. But yeah, if I don't get there first, that's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't tolerate that. My, the whole point of my community is so that everyone... That's why I don't do politics on my Discord. So that everyone can just have Absolutely. fucking fun playing video games. It's the great equalizer. Just what We can all just get along playing video games. Uh, that, that's kind of my passion project. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel bad because there's an Animal Crossing conversation happening in our chat. And I've never played any Animal Crossing games. You've never played any Animal Crossing? <laughs> no, I've never played any of the Animal Crossing games. So I'm just... I, I downloaded Animal Crossing Camp for, like, my mobile phone. That's the worst example of Animal and Crossing. And I didn't really even play it. So I have no idea. I, Claire's over there talking to Sky Melodies about Animal Crossing and stuff. And I'm like... I'm glad you guys are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> having a good time. Having a good time. Oh, now I'm getting shamed. No, now I'm. Oh the, no. no, the chat is the chat is shaming. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> there's going to be have to be an eventuality where you're going to play some Animal Crossing. So buy a calendar so you can put it on it. <laughs> I just. I do. I do. I. Do I just wait for the next one, maybe? At this point, probably. Um, is it gonna be? A, is it gonna be another game where like a capitalist raccoon forces me into like coerced for like coerced housing? <laughs> probably. That's all I know about Animal Crossing. I didn't really like the last one on the Switch. I didn't like the. I, to be honest, I didn't like the crafting aspect of it. I liked it. The, the the last one on the 3DS is still probably my favorite. Um, outside of the GameCube one with the one that had like Nintendo games you could get, but mm -hmm. um. It's still good. It's still good. They won't be doing another game for a while. They'll be doing paid DLC. Oh, that's a shame because then I can't yeah. I can't play it because I don't have it. So I I won't be able to participate in the DLC. I'll have to wait. I could see them doing like a second one on like the second half of the Switch's life, but that's going to be messy just because of the chip shortage and we don't really have like a roadmap of what Switch <clears throat> they're going to do a Switch Pro or if they're going to do a Switch Two. Um, I don't know. So we'll see. I will say that both the people in the chat were saying New Leaf is their favorite or was their New first one, and I will say New Leaf is my favorite, and that's only because <laughs> of the Reggie meme where he is like, that's all the time I've got for today. I've got to get back to playing Animal Crossing the New Leaf on my 3DS. <laughs> I nice. love that meme. Nice. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, well, well, when the Switch 2 comes out, Switch U, Switch. I'll play it on there. Ugh. Switch U. The new, the, the new Switch... XL, 3DS, drop, drop, drop distance, three, dream drop distance, three five eight over two point two remix. With with Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, see, you see, as I hope everybody listening and watching at home is is realizing that the retro community is very hostile to Kingdom Hearts fans. <laughs> Well, that's that's only semi true. It's, it's not a safe space for Kingdom Hearts fans in the not community. Not a safe space for oh wow. Um no, I um I dude, don't even get me started on that stupid like we've we've talked plenty of times about the DS doing like the new three DS. And there was like two games that only worked on the new three DS. Yes. But like and then people would go to Target and buy like a new three DS that wasn't the new three DS and then come over to GameStop and be like I bought like Samus Returns and it doesn't work in my DS because it says I need a new one and I have a new one. And I'm like, that's not the new one. And they're like, I, it's out of the box, brand new from Target. I it sure is. And I'm like, no one's no, ever argue with that. It's a new 3DS, <laughs> but it's not the new 3DS. Right. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my man. God. Such a bad, like, 
I don't get it. So it's like it's like Nintendo has like um like a D twenty for their marketing team. That's what it is. Dude. And once in a while, like every time a thing happens, they roll the D twenty, and when they get a twenty, they get like the switch and its color schematics and its design, which is brilliant. And then when they get a one, they get like the Wii U or like the new 3ds XL, where it's like, why did you guys do this to yourself? Yeah. Like. <laughs> the, the Wii, the Wii U could have been called anything else, and it would have done anything so else. much better. <laughs> Literally, it could have been called. It could have just been called Wii Two, and it right. would have been fine. People would have understood what that meant. Wii Two. They, yeah. It literally sounded like an add-on. Everyone thought it was an add-on, and it didn't help them. Mm-hmm. One, like I guess when it was like revealed, um, someone accidentally t- said that it was an add-on, and that's where yep. the marketing kind yeah, of went yeah. shit. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. And like two years go by, and everyone's um, like, "Oh yeah, the Wii U's not doing so hot." I'm like, "Well, it's just a fucking add-on, and the Wii's at the end of its life, so why would it?" <laughs> yeah. <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Terrible marketing. Terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. But then, but like, it's funny because like most marketing companies, like Sony and Xbox, are usually like they're consistent. They're never mm-hmm. fantastic, but they're never horrible. Xbox had a bit of a kerfuffle with like the uh, Series X because it kind of became like okay. People come in for Christmas and they're like the Series X, the Xbox X, the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series X. You're starting to move away from like. Did you really put kerfuffle in the chat? Someone did. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But you know what I mean. Like it was confusing for people. Like I feel like if you were in retail and you had someone come in and be like, "I want an Xbox," you'd have to actually explain to them the three different types and why, what the One S is, what the One X is, what the Series S is, what the Series X is. Right, etc. Um, and then, ex- and then the games as well. Xbox games eventually just started saying Xbox One on them because they worked on both. Mm-hmm. So like, but but then it was like they didn't work on. Yeah, it was weird. They didn't work on the original Xbox One. Hmm. I don't know. There was something weird about the way they branded everything, and it started to get really weird. But that was just a random off they did one time. Usually they're pretty good about it. That's cool. All right. Well, um, we have some other quick stories here. I think I'm going to skip them. They're not that great. Um, so let's move on to the big story. Um, so we got a big reveal that uh, Marvel is coming out with phase. They're slate for phase five of the movies. Now, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I completely missed all of phase four. So I have some watching to do. And I'm Probably. looking at this slate and like half of these IPs I've <clears> never heard of. Um, so. Okay. Um, yeah, I can walk through with them if you want. Let's, um, let's I've been that. keeping up on it. So, Phase Four is what we're currently in. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with WandaVision. So, if you saw WandaVision, you did catch the beginning of that. I saw most of it. So, I mean, spoilers obviously for a movie that's already out. Did you see Doctor Strange too? No, I should. Okay. Well, then I won't go into it. But what Phase Four starts with WandaVision. And it runs all the way until the end of this year, which mm-hmm. the last movie of this year is going to be Wakanda Forever, the new Black Panther film. Um, now, included in this phase are things like the Eternals, um, things like WandaVision, things like Loki, um, the Spider-Man movie with the three Spider-Mans. <clears throat> Spoilers, but yeah, there's three Spider-Mans, whatever. Um, the Doctor Strange movie, things like that. Now... Phase four ends with the Black Panther movie this this uh, November, and we roll into phase five. So phase five is interesting because phase five doesn't have. So phase four, the one we're in right now, the 
big resolution. There was no like Avengers movie that resolves it. Like the previous phases usually have like they tied into a big Avengers movie like sure. Ultron or Endgame or just Avengers and all that. This one doesn't really have that finish. The way this is finishing appears to basically be Doctor Strange was the big blowout finish. And mm. the events the events of like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and Loki <clears throat> are setting up this phase and the next phase. Mm-hmm. So um, if you haven't watched all of Loki yet, Loki basically ends its series by revealing a major villain from the comics. Um, and setting him up to be a villain that we deal with later. And... But if you ever watched, say, Captain Marvel, there was a hidden scene at the end of Captain Marvel where Nick Fury is on sword base in space with the scrolls. I don't know if you remember the scrolls. They're the guys that can change their appearance to look like other people. Mm-hmm. So that leads into what's called the um, Secret Wars. So Secret Wars is a comic book event that happened where you had scrolls invade during what was called the Secret Invasion, and they took over a bunch of spots in government, and they took over a bunch of spots in the military and all that shit. World <laughs> governments, everything. And then... Think Hydra's infiltration during the Captain America thing, but, like, on a bigger scale. And um, so as you can see, if you look at the Phase 5 list they gave us, so we've got Ant-Man, Quantumania. Now, Loki, the end of Loki, long story short, without getting too spoily, Loki sort of opened up the possibility for there to be multiple universes Mm -hmm. at all. Like, they already all exist, but they're not interconnected in any meaningful way. Sure. And Loki, and then also the most recent Doctor Strange movie, sort of broke open that there is ways to get around a little bit if you know what you're doing and things are happening. Oh. You okay? One second. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Sky Melodies and Claire are like immediately best friends. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, sorry, the daughter woke up and had a thing with her earrings, so no she's problem. gonna go back to bed. Sky um, Melodies, feel free to, if you haven't join our Discord and why mm-hmm. oh because I spelled that wrong. Um feel free to join our Discord. Claire is there as well. Um <laughs> that she is. <laughs> um so um so, so Ant-Man Quantumania is going to be discussing some of like the multiverse stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, Secret Invasion is the sort of the pregame to Secret Wars. Secret mm-hmm. Invasion is when Secret Wars kind of starts to happen and, okay. and get kicked off. So that'll probably be talking about scrolls invading and trying to deal with them invading and yada, yada, yada. It'll set up that. Um, Guardians of Galaxy 3, I don't know what's going to happen with that because last I knew... Thor joined the Guardians at the end of Endgame and was mm-hmm. going to go with them. But Thor yes. 3 happened, and I haven't seen Thor 3, okay. so I don't know what happened there. I saw that this one was going to deal with Rocket Raccoon's origin. So, okay. That's in cool. some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, that one I couldn't speak much to, but I mean, it's Guardians, and Guardians has been good, so I don't expect anything less than another decent, if not great, movie out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got... Echo. Echo I am completely unfamiliar with. Same. So I will leave that one alone. <laughs> um, Loki Season 2, obviously we saw the first season of Loki, so it's going to be a follow-up to that. Um, the Marvels, if I'm not mistaken, is a team of superheroes consisting of Captain Marvel and other affiliated heroes that worked with her, which I think is like Monica Rambo, who was in WandaVision, remember? Mm-hmm. Near the end of WandaVision, she gained powers. 
Um, okay. I don't know who else is in the Marvels, though. I don't know if Miss Marvel is part of the Marvels, but I imagine she will be. That's kind of what I figured. Just and I think she's going to be... And she's a big fan of Captain Marvel in right. the show. So I think that's a thing. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with Blade, right? You remember the Blade movies oh, from of the 90s? Of course. Okay, so you don't really need... Blade, actually... Um, Guardians does have the best soundtracks, and... I'm not sure if Disney will water down Blade, but I am also worried that it won't be like it was in the old days. But I'm not sure, sure if I'll need it to be that bad. I don't know. I guess I'll have to wait and see. Um, Blade was queued in at the end of Eternals. Okay. So if you haven't seen Eternals yet, not really spoilers for Eternals, but there's a character in the movie that you bump into a few times, and at the end you find out he's uh, part of the lineage that is the people who have the ebony black blade or whatever the ebony blade mm -hmm. which makes them the black knight character okay. and he gets approached by blade off screen and says we need to go do a thing um eternals look boring to be honest you know i thought eternals look boring from all the trailers but it's actually a good watch mm. um but it's so almost loosely related if not even completely related to like the rest of the marvel universe it's weird it I'm almost just, feels like it's a separate thing. I'm just worried that phase four, five, and six aren't going to be able to capture that lightning in the bottle that the first three phases had. I think you'll see that in six. Okay. And I think that's what'll happen. Cause, so what's happening here is you have Blade. Uh, Ironheart is the, is the um, successor, as it were, to Iron Man. Okay. Um, I don't know what they're planning with it, but I know that Ironheart was like a, a really smart girl who, like, for some reason, inherited the, the mantle of Iron Man. Okay. Um, Agatha Coven of Chaos is another WandaVision tie-in. Agatha was the villain from WandaVision. Remember her? Uh, I didn't finish WandaVision, so I may or may not. Uh, yeah. I know, I'm a fucking like, dumpster fire when it comes to this stuff right now. I used to be like on point with it. Yeah. After Phase 3, That's I just fell good. off. Yeah, it's fine. Um, long story short, Agatha was a witch who knew that um, the Scarlet Witch was the Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. And um, sort of is manipulating events during WandaVision and then eventually gets caught out by Wanda and then defeated and then she Wanda uses her magic to lock Agatha into her role from the TV show as like a fictional character in the town. Right. And now that the events of this phase are wrapping up, it's most likely that Agatha won't be bound by her magic anymore and will be free to do whatever she wants to do again. And therefore you'll get a show for her. Um Daredevil Born Again, I don't know much about Daredevil tying into this, other than that he's going to show up in She-Hulk as a cameo, and that it's the same guy from the Netflix Daredevil, so people were excited. I did see that, yeah. Um, so I, I didn't see the Netflix Daredevil. Um, I just I, I had yeah, a hard I time either. getting into like the, the Netflix Marvel shit. Um, it mm -hmm. just didn't really seem interesting, to be honest. But That's fair. If it's anything, yeah, if it's either. better than the Ben Affleck Daredevil, which I don't know how it couldn't be, then it's got something there, going there, for it. It does have to be somehow. Um, <laughs> and then Captain America: New World Order, I don't know anything about because I don't know anything about it. Okay. I, I imagine it's going to pertain. Is it Anthony Mackie, the new Captain America? I don't know if you watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm guessing. Is it going to be Falcon? Falcon became the new Captain America sure. in that series. Right, yeah, right. he he picked up the shield and became Captain America now. Right. So I imagine it's going to be him as Captain America and probably Bucky and maybe whoever else. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but I haven't seen anything about what that is. And and as far as the name goes, New World Order could be anything. It just sounds like another Hydra style 
exactly like more politics yeah. and less action i guess sure who knows i really until we see a trailer i really couldn't say thunderbolts is interesting but also i'm not very well versed on them couldn't i know you. thunderbolts was a was a thunderbolts was a team sort of like the x-men and the avengers how like you have those team names uh-huh um, but I don't remember who was on Thunderbolts because if I remember correctly, it was kind of like a B team or a C team that really only came around when the main characters were sort of out of action, I think. Right. Um, it looks like if I look up the Thunderbolts comics, it gives me, I'm looking at them and I don't recognize any of these. I, I remember back in the day they had like X-Men team gold, team blue, team red, and the, I don't recognize any of them. <clears throat> Yeah, I only see a few. Like, I see like someone just named the, the raft. The raft. Oh yes. Oh no, these are the bases. I'm sorry. I'm like, why are they called the bath, the cube, Thunderbolts, Mountain? Those like, are kind of car- those are places. I'm stupid. Oh yeah, that's, places. That's yeah. it. I'm just um, a, a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I, I see the wasp, and I understand that that would make her that would give her Italian, but I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's on the roster for the new Thunderbolts. I don't know if that's maybe just what they're calling the new Avengers or something. Sure. But because I know that for a while they have like you had the Avengers, you had the new Avengers, you had the Thunderbolts, you had different groups that were made up. Kind of like, remember how like Wolverine was in the X Men, but before he was in the X Men, he was part of that Canadian team called like Team Weapon X or something. Yes. And it was like him and like the other, yeah. So I don't know. Um, there was a team. There was like team. Like so, there was like a um a Canadian X Men. I think it was like Team Omega. I forget. Maybe, yeah, I think Sa- so. Like I think Sasquatch. So. It was all like Wish dot com. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I forget. It's been so long. Um, so since I, I if I'm not mistaken, Thunderbolts is probably going to slot in like Eternals and be one of those. Like <clears throat> nobody really asked for it, but it's serving a purpose. So I guess mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. I I will vouch for Eternals. I like that movie. Okay. Um, Better than I thought I would from watching the trailers. The trailers, like like people say, like watching Angelina Jolie with bad CGI didn't look like it was going to be a good movie. But um, it's very well done, and I like it. Sure. I think it's worth giving it a show. Um, now, now what's funny, I don't know if you noticed, but they also announced the Phase 6. I, I saw that. did see that. So that's where I think your lightning strike in a bottle is going to come in. Because the Phase 6 lineup contains things like Fantastic Four, two Avengers movies, um, and I forget what else. I'd have to look and see. Uh, do you I think know... they're going to keep, um, what's his name, as Mr. Fantastic? Oh, most likely. I imagine I that so. was the point of his casting. I think that's mm-hmm. why they did that. Um we, have, we don't have a lot of Phase 6 filled out. I think there's only a few titles, but the, the Fantastic Four is... The start of Phase Six, or or near the beginning of Phase Six. Yeah, that's that's why I read that the, that's kicking off Phase Six. Yep, and then <clears> you <throat> have in the same year two Avengers movies. You have in the summer the Avengers Kang Dynasty, Kang being uh, the villain from Loki that was sort of not unleashed but like made prominent in Loki, mm-hmm. and he'll be in Quant- he'll be in Quantumania and a few other things along the way, and then Dynasty is probably going to be the wrap up of his like him being a threat. But then, six months later, you have the Secret Wars, which will be based off the Secret Invasion. It'll be the end result of the Secret Invasion happening and the repercussions and the fallout from the Secret Invasion. Now, Secret Wars in the comics and Kang Dynasty are both, like, I, not so much Kang Dynasty, but, like, Secret Wars is on par with, like, the Infinity War or the Age of Ultron. Um, it's one of those big comic book events that, that the stories were revolved around in the comics. 
So those will be your light. If anything's gonna be your lightning in a bottle, it'll be that summer or that year where you get those two Avengers movies back to back at the end of Phase Six. But unfortunately, like every phase, it's gonna take the entire build up to get there. And sure. the drawback with Phase Five is Phase Five doesn't have a payoff like all the other ones did. You don't get an Ultron or an Endgame in Phase Five. You just get more build up to Six. Hmm. So it's almost like they're slowing down how often they do this sort of crashing build up momentum thing. But I think it's partly because of the TV thing, be right? Because like they're you've got the but, TV shows. Well, Disney, in yeah, everything. Disney obviously. I mean, they need a reason to have Disney Plus exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need content for it, and I think there is value in having TV shows if they're well done. And I oh, think yeah. that that's kind of where Netflix fell short because I just don't think that those a lot of those Marvel movie <clears throat> shows. I think the the characters are too low level, um, so they just mm-hmm. felt like more like actiony shows more than it felt like a Marvel universe. Um, right. But if and... they can keep the same quality in the shows that they do in the movies, and then keep the actors consistent. <clears throat> not what DC's doing, then I think they have something right. here. Um, well, that's the thing. We've seen the shows we've gotten in the Marvel <clears throat> Cinematic Universe and in the Star Wars Universe have been mostly stellar or at least solid. So people like, shout on Boba Fett. I didn't think it was terrible. It's not perfect. Um, but Mandalorian, holy shit, man. Um, I yeah, just got to finally I, watch that. That's got to be one of the best goddamn shows I've ever seen. And, I don't... I. I I wonder how much of Boba Fett getting shit on was like nostalgia fans not being happy I with think anything. People just wanted more Mandalorian, and that was the problem. Mandalorian yeah. was so fucking good that right, it, right. the Boba Fett just it just seems it's like a crime show. It just it feels was like, like an off season for Mandalorian, right? Like yeah, it's Sopranos <laughs> yeah. in space, and it's like I get why people don't think it's that great. Um, right, I think no, I agree. I think honestly, I think the Mandalorian originally was intended to be a, the Boba Fett show. Um, mm-hmm. so I know there was a lot of scraps and rewrites and stuff with a Boba Fett in the first place. So, but yeah, they're doing a good job yeah, with I'm... Mandalorian. And uh, that's, that's, that's where I'm at with that. You know how my feelings are with Disney. So it takes oh, yeah. a lot for me to say. <laughs> well, well, like, like I was saying, like WandaVision was great. Um, Loki mm-hmm. was great. Um, Hawkeye got boring for me and I didn't finish it, <laughs> but it got the whole good. point of that show was to crown a new Hawkeye. So I get it. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll go back and watch it. Um, it's actually good. It's only was it, six oh, episodes, not even. Yeah, I think that's. I watched like two, and then I think I fell off, and I just mm. I should go back and finish it. Um, but all the Disney shows so far have been good or great for the Marvel side. The Star Wars side's been killing it. Mandalorian's obviously good. Obi Wan was fantastic. Like Sky said, was amazing. Um, was amazing. And, and Obi Wan was great because I was not interested in that show because it was like, what are they going to talk about? It was between two movies or whatever. Like, I don't. What am I going to be invested in? I know he survives because he's in the movies, and right, I know so that, that Leia and survived. Right. Like, what could possibly happen here? But then they introduced characters, built them up, and then broke them back down, and it was awesome. Yeah. So I had a good time with it. Um, and like you said, I think if the, if these upcoming shows like Loki season two, uh, Daredevil, and um, oh, I don't remember if the Marvels is a show or a movie. I think it's a show. I if these shows continue to have the same show. quality level. I won't have any complaints about that being taking the place of some movies in the timelines because I've seen some of these shows because of the formatting of the show, they handle these sort of events better than the movies would handle them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really good. I love Star Wars and I really enjoy all the shows that put the timeline together. Oh, absolutely. You know what I really liked about the Star Wars actually was, the was it called Origins? Show? Origins. I think that's what it was called. Is um, that on Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay. 
let me take a look real quick because if you haven't seen that yet, you are missing out. Um, I think it was called Origins. Nope, that's like some movie. Star Wars, Disney Plus, animated. Star Wars Visions. Yeah. Okay. Dude, what a good show that was. So, I just assumed that was like a documentary of. No, so Visions is multiple episodes of Star Wars content animated by different animators and telling different stories throughout the Star Wars universe. It's oh, basically Star Wars' version of the animation. The Matrix thing you were telling me. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Dude, it is such a good, like, it's so good. I gotta check that out then. The Shit. First, one of the episodes was like about, like, it was like almost like a black and white episode with like a samurai fighting a Sith Lord it's in like, uh, like a western town. That's cool. Yeah, like a film noir. One was like by the people who did Promare, and it was about a brother and sister who are twins. And the brother, they're both evil and they're on the dark side, but the brother defects and they have like a duel on like a millennium, on like a starship fighter thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, everything about it is such a good show. I wish I could forget it and watch it all over again. Um, Visions was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, see the chat's got my back. Claire and Sky both love Visions. It's, <laughs> nice. Well, it's so cool because these are studios like like Trigger, it's like Trigger was one of them. Um, and every different episode was like animated by a different team, and but they all still fit in. It's so good. Hmm. It really captured what made Animatrix good, you know what I mean? Like, how they were able to get away with different things happening in the same universe. Ah, such a good, yeah. Visions needs to be on your list. So good. We'll put it there. Um, Again, Um, it's like one of those things where it's like, why don't we watch a shit in the Discord while we we play games or or just have like a fucking TV show or something? There's just not enough days in the week, man. That's what we're doing tonight after stream, after podcast, after sloppy. <laughs> We're gonna watch something. <laughs> Sky Melody, I hope you play Final Fantasy fourteen. I have a feeling you will be soon. <laughs> but if you do, oh, dude, you're more than welcome so to play good. with us. Um Yeah, have you heard of the award winning Final Fantasy fourteen, including a free trial up to level seventy, including the award winning Heaven's Ward expansion? Pulled it out of thin air. I always need a reference for that. <laughs> yeah. My god. I get Ladies paid for gentlemen, it he's a monster. Not that I get I don't get paid by Final Fantasy for it. No, they don't send me checks. They should. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, Obviously, uh, we've been breadcrumbing about we're talking about this like all week. Um, We've got Mm -hmm. some more NFTs in the the gaming industry, and um, boy, did it not go well. So Microsoft, Mojang, um, they made a statement and... um, Let's see if I can find it. There it is. Um, they basically shut down NFTs on their um, platform. They said uh, each yeah. of these uses of NFTs and other blockchain technologies created creates a digital ownership based on scarcity and exclusion, which does not align with Minecraft values of creative inclusion, playing with and playing with others. NFTs are not inclusive of all of our community and create a scenario that of haves and have-nots. The speculative pricing and investment mentality around NFTs takes focus away from playing the game. Thank you. Say it louder mm-hmm. for the people in the back. Um, and encourages profiteering, which we think is inconsistent with long-term joy and success of our players. So, nail in the head there. Um, and I guess this company or or startup, they didn't really respond to it too well. Um, I found yeah. a tweet, uh, uh, Twitter talking about it here. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, Nick Stat, he was talking about it here. And basically, they made this two-page statement. Um, 
it said the team behind NFT works, uh, NFT worlds, the Minecraft NFT project now in jeopardy over Mojang's block ban and harsh words for, uh, for MSF, uh, Microsoft. Uh, the company says it is now taking its own, uh, it's making its own game, uh, based on the black, uh, Minecraft mechanics. So yet another Minecraft clone, cause that's never been done before. Uh, make mm -hmm. no mistake. They said this is a web two versus web three battle. Again, this is just a, a, a term that's just marketing more or less than anything. Uh, but surely they'll they'll do the right thing, and if this falls through, they'll refund everyone's money, right? Like, surely, give me give me a fucking break. And, and this is the equivalent, like I said it on Twitter, like this is the equivalent of like walking into Target, setting up a table, and selling bootleg magic cards, and then getting pissed off because you're asked to leave. Like they're selling they're selling yep. worthless barcodes with assets they don't own, and it, it's it's ridiculous, man. I, I I'm so sick and tired of seeing NFTs everywhere. Um, I, hopefully this is like the last time this shit rears its ugly head. Um, we saw what was it Wawa? They're selling NFTs now with their sub promotion. It's like what, once NFTs have fallen this far from grace, and where it's just like a gas station promotion, it's dead. Leave it dead. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've, um, I've obviously on this podcast, I've been very, very vocal about my dislike for NFTs because of things like artificial scarcity, the have not have like economy, like, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's speculative garbage. It's the same stuff we run our stock markets on the housing markets. A lot of markets run on this stuff and this isn't a place for that. Like most things shouldn't be a place for that unless it's like an actual economy where like, you know, labor is being done and money's changing hands. I get it. But like gaming the internet like come on i don't know i just i've burnt out of of having shit to say about how bad nfts are for game development like right. as a game developer i I'll, and and just following game devs on twitter all day and talking with them about it you can I, like we can actually sit down and have a long discussion about why nfts aren't necessary to begin with in gaming if you can handle any of these things they want to do with these without nfts or without blockchain it, it has um, yet to replace anything that can't already be done yeah, it's not going to. Um, but it's good for Minecraft for saying no. You know, I can't wait to watch NFT Worlds become the, the best project on the planet because everyone knows the biggest games on the planet are always clones of other projects that somehow get better and bigger. Because that happens all the time. Remember, right. like, look at, like, uh, look at, like, um, look at, like, um, you know. Axie Infinity? Look at look at Pokemon. Pokemon is blatantly like a uh, a ripoff of real nature. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking... Can't believe they did that. Yep. You're right. I don't know. Like, you know, no, uh, well, because I was trying to like be like haha about like how <laughs> that never happens, and I was right. like, <laughs> no, literally, you never see that happen. When's the last time anyone's ever like cloned a game and then made it better? Um, I can't think of an example. I mean, maybe you'll have people where like Digimon, modern day games are developed. <laughs> oh my god, you'll you'll have like current day games where like someone is like a big fan of like a game from way back in the day, and they make like a love letter game to it, and that game does very well, sure. But you'll never have like straight up like we ripped the mechanics of Minecraft out of it and made our own Minecraft, and it was better. Like if if Minecraft was going to get better. The people at Microsoft would have probably made it better. You cannot possibly tell me that this NFT company is going to do a better job handling this property than Minecraft. Right. Like, maybe they could, but I really doubt it. You know, especially if, if their main interest is NFTs in the first place. I don't think their management system is very well off to begin with. 
So I really doubt they're going to be making good decisions along the way. I look but... forward to the day where there's merchant Minecraft merchandise sitting next to shit Minecraft clone Web three um, stuff on the toy shelf. Here, I sent you a I sent you an, an image that you can for this that seems relevant. An image? Oh no. Yeah, it's uh, it seems like a relevant image to this discussion. <laughs> Here, <laughs> web th like, did we? What is web? Okay, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I remember there being like, I like I remember but, like, yeah. being, like browser standards like web 2.0, web 3.0, but this is different than that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's, it's just horseshit. But yeah, it's I don't even know who you are exactly, <laughs> and we never will. Um, I'm yeah. so sick and tired of like, oh, don't you want to earn money while you play games? Don't you want ownership in what you're playing? No, I want to play a fucking game and not have to worry about getting my fucking wallet out to enjoy it. You don't want to? You don't want the podium one with the wallet button included? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that to turn this, into fruition. This, we we never got a reply this, on our invite for for um for them to come onto the show and talk about of uh, course defending that. So it'll be interesting. I'd love oh, you to mean, play wait, defending what? Were they supposed to defend like the picture of their console that came from just straight up from like a it was like creative website where people post their artwork. Um, oh, the logo. Yeah, no, not the logo. The actual artwork of their console was ripped from a Behance profile. Remember? Nice. Did I ever show you that? No, I know. Like half their website was all like stolen assets from like Apple and other companies, and they were claiming it was like eight K, and then. 30 seconds later like they updated that and that changed and what a scam. yeah um no there was there was um so there's this website called behance right and i have mm -hmm. a profile on there because the whole point of it is it's it's a place for you to post your portfolio and people mm -hmm. can look at your works and somebody made a fake game console for like a college course like a fake console oh, or not a college no. course but like a fake thing where like you could change the oh it was it was a console where the lighting would change to affect your mood so it would turn red for like violent games or aggressive situations where you need to be aggressive. It would turn blue for strategy games. It would turn green when you finish playing to like cheer you up. So when you left the console alone, you were like more upbeat and like all this stuff. And mm. they took that and they stripped the color off of it and then used it as their picture for their console. Yep. So absolutely. And they said they had a working prototype, which obviously is a lie. Um, it's that that picture is. 100% stolen from that Behance profile. A hunt, everything you need to know about how NFTs and this crypto market finance bullshit tied into games is. And that's Here, in a nutshell. Nothing about this was real. This is 100% um, a rug pull. And people are going to be dumb enough to invest in it again. Hang on, let me see. Podium One was the name of that console, right? Polium One. Polium One, okay. It's something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so here, check out this Reddit thread. Let me shoot it your way. Feel free to pull it up. Um, where are you in my Discord? You are right here. Because I like to do the research on these kinds of claims, and I found this one and thought you'd find it interesting. So I believe the podium podium shows the console and the controller. And you can see in the Reddit thread that I sent you the actual work from Behance, which is lit up green because the guy was making something that would light up different colors based on the emotions you're supposed to feel at the game or whatever. Um, 
that the, the the controller and the box were taken and used as their picture for their product. Did someone seriously snag up the Reddit the subreddit for the Polium One with the game? I believe so. Before, yeah, I believe so. Before yeah. they could get a hold of it, I love it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Um, so that up there, that top oh, so it is a shot, cover shot of that console. That's incredible. Yeah, the cover up top is there is what they showed people and said this is the Polium One, and you can see it's very literally that box and that controller from that artwork without the color strip. It's got like a purple glow underneath instead oh, of the man. green on top. But other than that, it's the same box. It even has the same two little USB ports in the front right side and the little logo in the bottom left, but their logo swapped out. Who just um, says pussy replies to this pussy? <laughs> the, the internet is a wild place, my friend. It sure is. It does not make sense sometimes, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm uploading that guy. The ball's on him. Yeah, that's wild. Um, but yeah, so it's literally just a straight-up stolen. Stolen from some guy's Behance portfolio. Not incredible. at all a real thing. Um, but yeah, so... So their logo was basically the stolen GameCube logo, but flipped. Their console art that they showed and the controller art they showed was ripped from a Behance profile. Mm -hmm. And everything else was just made up stats on paper with nothing to back it up. So, uh, pre-order now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get on board. Please look forward to it. <laughs> Let me be clear. The Pole yeah. M1 will be the revolution in gaming. No, I don't think so. Hey, Michelle. Come check out this Polium. <laughs> it's a fake picture, Brock. <laughs> Oh god. Alright, well let's move on. We've got some upcoming game releases this week. Uh not a big list, but a chunky list. I'll say that much. Um <clears throat> so if you are into RPGs, this is your week. We've got Story of Seasons Pioneer of Olive Town coming to the PlayStation 4 only for some reason, July 26th. Uh Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent coming to iOS and Android. I wonder if that'll be um Maybe some kind of cool like Pokemon Go version of Octopath? Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, hmm. Bear and Breakfast. I don't know that one. That's coming July 28th to the PC. Lost Epic, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 PC, July 28th. Digimon Survive. Uh, lots of talk about that one. Um, that's kind of weird cult following, that, that whole IP there. Coming to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, July 29th. And, of course... The big heavy hitter this week, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, coming to the Switch July 29th. Um, I am excited for that one. I will probably not play it soon as I as you know, as soon as I want, but that's what we got for game releases this week. Um, let me know down in the comments what you guys want to play next. So mm -hmm. if anyone's looking forward to Xenoblade, I'm, I'm sure you're sure a lot of people are. Uh, another small list, uh, very Mar Mario-oriented. Mario-oriented uh, this week in gaming history. Soul Calibur hits the arcades for the first time uh, 24 years ago. Mario Golf for the N64 came out 23 years ago. Pokemon Crystal on the Game Boy Color. Oh, my. 21 years ago. <laughs> Mario oh Golf Toadstool Tour on the GameCube 19 years ago, and Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii 15 years ago. So, small. I just feel so young. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love doing this list. Um, all the nostalgia. That's wild. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Pokemon Crystal. That's a big one. It's uh, some people still hear all those the best Pokemon, but. Cool stuff. 
All right. So um, we're pretty much at the end of the show here. I do appreciate everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll probably be hopping on over. Oh, Daisuke, he's got some info. I have a game release for you to, to talk about. Let's hear it. <laughs> I sent it to you on Discord. <laughs> oh, no. It's actually really cool. I'm scared. Where'd it go? Let me copy and paste it. I'm trying my best to not look at it before I bring it up on here. So we Fair. can all... Oh, what's this? Hold on a second. Oh, this is all going to hell. Oh, no. <laughs> Please hold. Please hold while your party is reached. There are 14 okay. stream viewers on queue what in front of you. What is going on here? Run game... Yeah, so you can run it right in your web browser, actually, for those of you who want to play it. Um, it is a is Hollow Knight remake. Yeah, <laughs> for the Game Boy Color. It's called Hungry Knight, and it's just Hollow Knight demade for Game Boy Color. Oh, man. It's, uh, does this have a ROM? free to play. It, not only does it run in your browser, but it has Game Boy Color and Game Boy Pocket ROM files you can download as well. I just murked that guy? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> he refused to die. Isn't this wild? How cool is this? It looks it looks like okay. Well I Well, I guess you died. Did I just die? What's happening? I think. I don't know what's happening. Oh. Well that guy I killed. Why won't this guy die? I don't know. He Huh. Alright, well, enough of that. <laughs> I'll I thought you think it was really cool from it Itch. It's uh it's a free play game on itch, and it's a remake of uh, Hollow Knight. Oh, it does. It not only does it have um, Game Boy Color ROMs, it has the ROM for the analog pocket. So if you have the analog pocket, mm -hmm. um, which I am still waiting for mine, um, yeah, you can grab it. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's I thought you great. appreciate that. I've been I've been going through itch and and snagging titles here and there to talk about it at some point, and that one I just wanted to bring up. I was like, "That's a <laughs> that's a good one." I have to mention. Hell yeah! All Give right, me some Hollow Knight. So again, stream schedule this week. Uh, we'll be doing stray Tuesday and Wednesday night. Um, I'm thinking probably like a two hour two hour stream and just kind of split it in half. But hopefully it's it is a two hour or four hour game. Um, and then well, of course we'll be back for Jackbox this Saturday. And of course that's always open games community and anyone who's on on Twitch is allowed to play it. Um, and then of course Sunday we'll be back for more Super Scope podcasts. Um, so that's been the show. Um, you can find me again on ga at Game Dude Retro on Twitter and Instagram. Retro Game Dude, of course, here and TikTok. Um, anyone else in the, you can find the Discord on my About section. Um, I'll type it in the chat one more time. Oh, Claire's already on top of it. <clears throat> um, that's all I have. Thanks. But uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Thanks again. <laughs>